I'm Renee Ritchie, and I'm a tech analyst. I'm Georgia Dow, and I'm a psychotherapist. And welcome to Apple Talk, where technology meets psychology. And I get to try to steal as many of the tech items from Renee as I can. No, wait, no. Yes, yes. So Georgia, we've had, an we've had a huge shift in focus from this show. Have we? Yes, because we used to cover Fang. Yes. Now we cover Magma. I don't know what the difference is. Fang was Facebook, Apple, Amazon. Uh, Google. Uh, Google. Ma Fang, Ma Microsoft and Google. Fang. And the new one is Microsoft, Apple, Google, Meta. Oh, Jesus Christ. Meta. That's so. And Amazon, Apple. Yeah. 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 Okay. Is that very meta for you? What's the matter with you? Oh. What's the matter with you? This is not going to end well for anybody. They're your Facebook. Yeah, I blame Facebook. So they got a new name. It's almost like, so a while ago, uh, Google decided they needed an umbrella company called Alphabet. Just to make it easy for regulars to break them up one day. Yeah. They decided to make an overarching company called Alphabet. Now Google's under Alphabet, you know. So right. now Facebook is doing that. They still, Facebook is now just the big blue app. And they still have Instagram. They still have WhatsApp. They still have Oculus. Right. But the big company now is no longer Facebook. The big company now is Meta. Yeah. So when people say you have to break the company up, they're like, we already did. Yeah, roadmap. We're just one little tiny area of everything else. Roadmap. Yeah. There you go. What do you think of the name? I, I just like it. Could it be any more bland? It's. Could it be any more Meta? I, I dislike it. But I, I don't know if I dislike it because I actually dislike the name or that I dislike Zuckerberg. I dislike everything that Facebook stands for so strongly that does that just taint everything that they touch? But they just want to bring people together. They just oh, want to... yeah. When, when he said that, we're, we're like about, you know. Okay, let's talk about this. Okay, go ahead. He had a video. He did a video. And he said the first part of their several-pronged plan was around community, bringing people together. Then he proceeded to turn around and start walking into a digital world, and he went blue, like the most alien, inhuman thing I could imagine. Like all the color was drained from him, and he was just blue. And they kept that up the entire thing. Looks like when sad. he was talking um, about other parts of it, their hands were like, the color was drained, and there was like just blue reflections on them, and it seemed so inhuman to me. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what he wants to do to everyone. <laughs> Are we being too harsh? I, I don't think we're harsh enough oh. on Facebook. I oh. would say it. So still, I still think Facehugger would have been a better name. Facehugger. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, and they could go around saying free hugs and just that was it. So the idea of this is that Facebook missed out on mobile. Now, whether they actually missed out on mobile because of timing or because of incompetence, it's hard to say. Mark Zuckerberg, uh, you know, famously recruited a bunch of people from Apple and Google to make a phone, decided not to make a phone, decided to make a phone again, partnered with HTC to make the Facebook One phone and the ChaCha phone, uh, tried to make a phone again, decided not to make a phone again. So um, where WeChat was hugely successful just taking over both Android and iPhone, that was, Facebook never managed to do that. So he thinks, he doesn't want to end up like Microsoft was with mobile again. You know, like Apple and Google are going to own the whole thing. He wants to own what he thinks is the next big stage of digital evolution, digivolving, digidestined. I learned out the power of friends. They're always with me, digi, digivolve, um, from mobile to this. And definitions vary. Some people believe it's a combination of real world, internet, and AR, VR world. And another definition I saw someone propagating is when the majority of our lives, like our lives used to be purely physical and they became increasingly digital. To The metaverse is when the, the majority, the predominance of our lives are digital. So what do you think, Renee? Is this exciting for you? No, see, this is where I need you because this is all um, 
it's it's a lot, Georgia. Like it's a lot. Like, do we need a physical anchor in the world? Is it okay just to be in a digital world? Well, we talked about this before. We left our villages. We went to cities. We, we got industrialized. We lost our bonds for a long time. We existed like in a solo world. And now we've reformed online communities, not organized by proximity, but by shared interests for good and for evil. Um, and now we're trying to make those, ver those purely digital worlds into something that looks physical, but still isn't. And for our brain, it's really hard for it to be able to tell the difference, especially for like AR, where you can touch some things and you can't touch other. But I find that when I'm in VR for a long enough amount of time and I take off the headset, it's I, I feel a little bit of that feeling of depression. I'm in a, a castle or a keep and I'm a you know, great warrior and I've got all these yeah. superpowers. And then I come back to reality and I'm just me. It's like coming off a high. It is coming off a high. And that's how video games hook you in. Yeah. But, like, I have to say, like, a lot of the stuff, it was not for Zuckerberg doing it. I would have been really excited about it, right? It was, it's that I know that there is this nefarious company, my feelings, my, my humble feelings on this company is they're nefarious company doing these things that, I think a lot of them are really cool and awesome. Big social tobacco, doing race cars. Right. But I think that in some ways this is very freeing. Think about people that are bedridden, people that can't go out, can't go to a party, they're too sick, they're worried about that. This gives you another space to be able to exist where if you can afford it, you can have a place at the table if you cannot travel. Oh, but he's going to make it inexpensive, subsidized at cost. Oh, well, of course he is. No, no, I don't even, I actually believe him. He's going to make it inexpensive, inexpensive for VR, which is already vastly yes. expensive and almost prohibitively Well, the so. Quest, they're already selling really cheaply compared they're very to other cheap. devices, yeah. And, and I don't worry because he doesn't want to sell these devices. He wants the vast amount of information that they can then take from you. And our attention that they're going to own. And for how long? Like, yeah. they'll be able to know what we even stare at in this space and for how long we stare at and it. And they'll what show we us, what, they'll control with. what we're staring at. Yes, and they, they've already gone through the opposite, which is reading our facial reactions yeah. to what we see. So the fact that they wouldn't do that, of course they're gonna do this, right? Like, they'll do everything. They'll be able to own an entire space virtually and be able to control it and us in it. And Again, I, I think that it can be used for good in a well, lot of like ways. What about like WALL-E, where they, you, you, you are ambulatory, but you end up just sitting so long in front of these things that you lose your ambulance? Is that how you say it, ambulatory to ambulance? I don't think so. I don't think so, but let's use it for now. Okay. Um, you, you lose your ambulatoriness. The, it's very interesting, because there's already people that really just sit all day, and, yeah. and we know what happens with that. And there's, there's definitely a difference when we had to go out and forage and hunt and meet with people. And Work because we were bored for a good deal of time sitting around after, and in the dark there was not much that you could do, we talked and we hung out with each other and we re read each other's facial expressions and dealt with that. It is a completely different world yeah. and it's changing so fast that our culture really hasn't had time to think about it. They also said like digital cultures are reproducing less because we have lights and other act activities. It turns out we prefer to reproducing now. Our populations are going down because we're playing our video games. I, again, there's enough of us. I don't think that population is an issue for most of us because there's, there's enough of no, us on No, but I'm saying it's planet. strong enough to overcome one of the genetic imperatives. Fair. 
Fair. Yes. Like we don't eat because we're playing games. We don't drink because we're playing games. Don't reproduce because we're playing. That's a lot of evolutionary things that we're just willing to ignore because we're getting constant stimulus to our Again, brain yes. The, you see the rats that got fed dopamine. They put a little wire into their brain and they just got little shots of dopamine when they would press a button. They pressed that button until they died. Yeah. Seriously, they did not eat. The, the next button was food and water. And they chose to just give themselves dopamine until they died. But if you see anyone that's addicted, that's the same yeah. thing, right? They want that high because it feels so great. We're made to want to do almost anything to propagate the species or to continue on. But we found other things that give us dopamine yeah. that are better than the things that the reason that dopamine exists was there for. Once you use the spice melange, no other of those petty trinkets will work. Once you get that power supply, you can't go back. It's it's interesting to me because, you know, some people believe the metaverse is going to be a bunch of closed ecosystems. Zuckerberg also went out of his way to say, we're going to allow side loading, we're going to allow PC tethering because we don't want to control the store, which was obviously like a shot at the Googles and Apples of the world. Um, but other people believe the metaverse is going to be another sort of thing like the internet where it's a bunch of like Facebook will have their implementation through Oculus and through their new Horizon, Horizon Home, Horizon World, all these things. And then Google will have their implementation and Apple is rumored to be putting out their very expensive $3,000 headset next year in 2022 sometime. And they'll have their version. And they've been like, the difference is interesting to me because Facebook has been so loud in pre-announcing this stuff. Like Microsoft, remember like for years they'd announce stuff that never came yeah, out? Project but, yeah, Project Natal. Yeah, just so many, so many things, uh, operating systems and synchronizing things. And Apple like has just been quietly adding like things to AR kit and uh, you know, like Apple Watch functionality and the things that you can hold up with your phone. And, and so they're gonna launch what I think is probably gonna be a fairly robust product. It's not gonna be like a, a, a work, it'll be a little bit of work in, in progress, but they're gonna have a grand Apple vision for it, which probably won't play nicely with anybody else. When, when Facebook mentioned how they care about privacy, um, I chuckled. I think yeah. that probably lots of people chuckled. Because um, I, I think that people really are understanding that Facebook may not have the best of intentions, but it was really funny because they're like, oh, we care so much about privacy. And then they say, you can put yourself in a bubble from other people. Yeah, so you can have some but quiet not, time. Not from Facebook. No, never from Facebook. Sorry, from Meta. Meta. Mm. Meta. Mm. So Meta. Um, mm. But from other people, they care about your privacy, but not from them. They're going to be with you in this little tiny bubble watching and tracking and seeing and being able to sell off everything that you do just from others though you can put yourself in a bubble so you can yes, just hang out time. with Zuckerberg. put your head down on your desk go dodo for a little bit and a no a little bit yeah and the entire tula, thing tula. when zuckerberg tries to be human and it's data right it's data with the emotion chip misfiring it's 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 so contrived even the laughing and the joking around he did and that. when He's he like, says something they call me the robot yes yeah, and no, like no one even like chuckled because they're like, oh, I don't know, he's gonna like you know. I cringe so cut hard. Cut us down I, if we say something. I cringe so hard, I strained the hamstring. I did. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was just oh. Uh, I, it was. It was. Um, it wasn't. I don't know. If if it was any other company, I think I'd be really excited. I think that a lot of the implementation implementation is wonderful. I think that a lot of the ways that you can apply it. Sounds wonderful. I'm very excited for yeah. AR, but oh, I just the amount that of tracking that they'll have. Though they did say that they're you don't have to. They're you do not have to log in anymore to Oculus. They're they're getting rid of that. But, kind of. But like, wait, 
if you're gonna be using any of the applications in AR, you are going to have to be logged into whatever, what well, is it called? So, no, it was so weird we said it, like we understand you don't wanna log in with your personal Facebook account. Right. So that didn't sound like you wouldn't have to use their account. That just sounded like you wouldn't have to use your- Well, for uh, any of the AR functionality, you know you're gonna have to be logged in. Because you have I, to have an icon. We just used like an email address and password, like other yeah. systems, we didn't have it. Like, but then they started enforcing. There was this really funny tweet where the person said that Mark Zuckerberg, the, the bitter irony here is that Mark Zuckerberg loves Ready Player One so much, so much, but doesn't understand that he's the villain. None of us do. Whenever what? you're the villain, you don't know that you're the villain. But you know that you're the villain. I do know, I embrace it. But <laughs> everyone else does not know. Whenever someone's like, you know, oh, I'm the evil guy. No, no one thinks that. Everyone thinks that they're doing things for valid and good reasons. And we lie to ourselves so effortlessly, so effectively that, that people that do bad things really do believe in their head that they're doing it for a just, cause or that it's fair because of this or they have a reason. We rationalize everything. So does Zuckerberg think that him stealing everyone's privacy and information is bad? Well, one, I don't think that he really cares. Um, and two, I think that he's he's playing the game and playing it to win and everyone's allowing him to do that. Well, you did a video on sociopathy. Yes. And it was eerie when I, when you compare like the way he, and uh, Walt Mossberg, you know, friend of the show, Walt Mossberg, said that he's talked to Mark Zuckerberg several times. He said this on a podcast, so I don't mind sharing it. Um, and he's never seen, like, empathy. No. Yeah. No, he has a hard time laughing. Right? Like, it was... Initiating it, laughter you know, protocols. <laughs> when he wants to be, you know, Augustus, he's got the haircut. Like, you know he stole, where this he is He stole going. Rome's whole look. He just he totally stole the Roman look. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting, because, like, Darth Vader really does want to bring order to the galaxy? So did Thanos. Well, Thanos was an eco-terrorist. Like, he, he thought that we would sh better share resources. Like, he never thought about, you know, just doubling resources with a snap. Yeah, that was... That would have worked. Should have called me. Fanny. That would have worked. Look at that. baby. Look at that. We, like, you just you just solved all of the Avengers movies in, like, Baron, a snap. So the end... The, uh, the Padishah Emperor, Shaddam IV, wanted to mitigate the power of House Atreides, thereby, therefore he set them up against House Harkonnen, but Baron of House Harkonnen was more of a caricature. He just wanted wealth and, and power. He did, I, don't, I think he knew he was the villain. I don't know. Some of, the, some of the fictional characters are more, like, you know, are more stereotypical, more cartoonish. Right. The right. real world villains, I think, they just, they just want power. And money. And money. Well, first you get the power, then you get the money. I think that you got the money. First you get the money, the then you get the power. Yeah, that's, that's Whatever, weird. all I know is that you bury the cockroaches. All I know. All right, so where do you think this goes, George? Did you, are you going to dive into this metaverse thing? Are you going to approach it uh, like cautiously? Mm -hmm. If Facebook takes the lead, are you going to support the underdog? Are you all in for like the Apple version, but not the Facebook version? Where, so where? I would rather not have to uh, log in and give Zuckerberg anything from me if possible. Um, but I am intrigued to be able to see how AR works. And it does look like he is going to be the first one out of the gate. And I love VR. I love VR. I love AR. I think that their applications are intriguing and wonderful and fabulous and I was just playing Ragnarok which is a Viking rhythm game where you're playing what? drums and I was playing the Witcher song and I am there. Like for Ragnarok? It, it's just called Ragnarok okay. the game and it's VR and you're strumming on drums and you're there and you're fighting your old best score and you're cheering and it's it looks very simplistic but when you're in so there So is it like dance, submerged. dance, revolution? Like, it's, it's like Beat Saber. Saber. Beat Saber? It's like okay. Beat Saber but there's no swords, there's drums. Okay. So if you enjoy that, that was just so much fun and when you hit the right rhythms, you feel it. Let the rhythm hit them. So, yeah. 
Yeah, so I, I, I would want to test it out, not on my own account. <laughs> oh, Renee. Oh, God. Uh, the thing that interested me, though, is some of the functionality that they showed off. For example, they were in the room and their friends were late for the meeting I mean, they, because they were looking at AR graffiti. Because that's the thing you do when you're late for a meeting. And then they shared the file over Facebook Messenger. But already now, like when you hear Alex, Alex Lindsay talking about it, they're building AR models and they're sending the USDZ file over iMessage and then someone else is popping it up and looking at that model. So again, like Apple's quietly been building all this infrastructure. So I wonder like when they pull that trigger, that device is gonna have just so much functionality out the box. Yes, I, and it's just also, it's intrusive. Like there's just, it's a little bit intrusive. That's the only piece to it. Like, and the graffiti, the th seeing 3D graffiti and floating around. Mm. Mm. I don't, ah. I don't mm. know about that. I don't know about that. I don't mm. really see the appeal to it, but being able to interact with a heart and you're a surgeon, I think there's a lot of applications that can be used and that's already been used in surgeries to be able to make sure that the piece that you need make for the you know, skull piece that's yeah. fractured or missing, you can fit it and you can see and you can do the surgery beforehand and be able to test everything Cut out. here. I think in that application, it's wonderful. I think that they did not, they showed something that was kind of flowery and yeah. fluffy that is not really that useful. I don't think that the art is any more beautiful in 3D than it was in 2D. Um, but to be able to interact with things, I think, is really cool. So here's my question. We've already seen, like it's controversial, but we've already seen the way that things like Instagram uh, and, and news feeds make us feel about ourselves. If we are in this metaverse and we have idealized avatars yeah. where we have all the characters, like maybe our, we, we don't like the way our nose looks, we don't, we don't have the right shoulders, yes. or you know, we're not as muscled as we want, or we don't know, like, our hair is not, we'd be able to create these idealized avatars and I worry that we're gonna wanna be them more than we're gonna wanna be us. Yes. I'm already there. I'm already there. So cool. Are this an to avatar? Be able... <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but like just to be Mimoji, like. Mimoji Georgia? Huh? Mimoji Georgia? Yeah. I don't love Mimoji. Don't, don't say Mimoji. But... <laughs> but that's what it's going to be. It's going to be like you built like a, a, a me. Like I a want little, it to be cooler Nintendo than Mies? Mimoji. I want that. I want cooler than that. That's not okay. cool enough. But like, yeah, like to be able to, to interact with the world and have powers and take care of it. And then you come back to your real life and perhaps you're but not as happy But maybe you don't want with... to come back to your real life. I, 100%. Why would you want to? If you could be a god in one existence and just a regular human in another, why would you want to go back to regular humanity? Yeah. Is that a concern? It's a huge concern. It's already a reason why video games are so addictive because you get to do all of these cool, amazing things that you know will immediately gratify versus real life, which is really boring, really slow. You don't get to do but anything every all the time. No, Ma, I'm busy playing games. No, Ma, it's my kitty, my kitty, get my pie. It's every stereotype. But it will be everyone. I'm gaming, Ma. I, like, virtual reality, though, I think that it's exhaustive in comparison to video games, which are often you know, because you're moving, you're, you're burning a lot of calories. But that feeling of being like a god, I think, is a huge pull and so much fun. And as we get systems that can better interact with the world or, you know, if you're actually flying it, the entire system lifts you up a little bit and the, the chair tilts, like, that's going to be really neat. Yeah, I still, I remember when you got your HTC Vive, and I forget the name of the game. It was Plank, I think it was. Yes, Richie's, and you put, Richie's Plank Richie's experience. Plank, not me, um, the Plank constant. Oh. Um, but like you put like a piece of wood on the floor and you walk over it, which normally is not a problem, but in VR, you see that that plank is extending out over like from a building and there's like a dead 30 drop. 30 feet, yeah, 30 feet No, down. way, way more oh, sorry, than 30 I'm sorry, 30 floors 30 down. floors, yeah. And I physically, I could not walk. Like I knew, in I knew logically, reasonably, rationally that it was on the floor, and all I had to do was walk, and nothing would be wrong. But what I saw 
like like prim I would have failed the Gomjabar so quickly because Animal Renee took over. It's like you will not walk, and like you were like walk, and I was like I, I can't. I, like it was just like I, I failed the human test. I got Gomjabar so bad. Well, you actually passed the human test because one is our our visual cortex takes up so much of our brain, so much of. Our brains are not adapted for VR. It does not know the difference between it. I remember going and I'm playing this game and in the game there's this fire and those little jiffy pop popcorns, like the little tiny tray and you shake it and you make popcorn. I had to ask, is someone making popcorn? Because I was 100% <laughs> No, I wasn't, but I was 100% sure that I smelled oh, wow. popcorn. So much that I said, is, is anyone making popcorn? They weren't. So you're, you really believe it. So when you're out there and your brain says, this is dangerous, don't do this. Your anxiety system fail safe says, you know what, don't do this, this is dumb, which is usually a great idea. But you know you're in this room, yet your brain will still stop you from being able to deal with it. And Facebook being manipulative, not saying that, that they would do this on purpose, but they would totally do this on purpose, um, can use all of that against us, to be able to figure out what pulls us and what pushes us and be able to read that better and better. And s trust me, there'll be cameras that are looking back in to be able to tell pupil dilation and you know, read our facial expressions. Eventually we will be able to be give all kinds of information that you would w not want Facebook to have or any company to be able to have about who we are, what we like, yeah. and how we feel about it. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see. Of course, some people think this is years away. Some people think it's still a decade away, uh, and it depends it's on the technology. Not a decade away. Well, I'm not, the, I don't have my hollow deck yet, but we're close. Well, I think the VR is like the first part of it, like, but that's very like all around you. Um, the glasses, I think, getting the technology where the glasses, like one of the demos that Mark Zuckerberg was talking about, was you know we we had two years of basically work from home, and now some people are going back to the office, but some people aren't. And so, I mean, some people are together and some people aren't. And he was talking about hybrid workforces and how if you have your glasses on, you can look like, it can seem like you're in your office at work and you can see the avatars of the other people at work and you don't have to commute, but you have that communal experience. And maybe even Apple will loosen up their hybrid work, work uh, yeah, I was gonna say legislation, uh, rules, uh, whatever, when you have like the Apple glasses. But I think to have that degree of immersion, like you were saying with the holodeck, I think is still a while away. But I also don't know what that does to our brains when I'm someplace where I'm not. You know, I, I, I like you go into your office now, but like you know it's your home office. But if you put on your glasses and you were at your like medical center office, does that mess with your mind? Well, I think that the the thing is is that we end up getting fatigue from that, right? That you can be anywhere all the time. It's a little bit of an information overload. It's too much. The need to be able to unplug and not be attached to everything. We have this natural innate want to not miss out on experiences and things yeah. and be part of that entire like flow of where people are going and what they are doing. And so if you're not a part of that, that group sync, it can feel really uncomfortable. And so I can see people wearing their glasses so that they can be part of the cool kids all the time. And when it becomes easier and easier to be able to do that as our technology becomes from a big computer to a little tiny phone to your watch, then to your glasses. It's getting closer and closer to our brain and being always there. That can be really dangerous yeah. in a long-term effect because we're never, the, our brain is 
always doing an, another level of thinking instead of being able to shut down, which is exhausting for us. Yeah, yeah. And also, like, even now, today, you always hear about, like, when they arrest some serial killer, the neighbor's like, oh, we had no idea. They were the nicest person. Oh, I can't believe this. This is shocking. They were so sweet. They just me with my groceries. Um, and, like, and that in the metaverse, too, like, you might form these incredible bonds with people, like, whether they're romantic or platonic or otherwise, and the person on the other end could be, like, Julia Roberts, or the person on the other end could be the Hillside Strangler. And, like, you don't know because all you see is someone in a pirate-like avatar. <laughs> It was just the robot. Yeah. He was just a, he was a very friendly robot. Yeah, and then yeah. like how do you like and then advertising, advertising just to incorporate into these things. Oh, uh, that that would be a lot for children. Like when they start having these experiences that are way more, like uh, you know, like, like I don't know, Power. I'm I'm blanking all the kids' toys these days. Power Rangers or whatever it is. What are the kids? play with these days. It's still Think Pokemon. Think of the children, Renee. Yes. Think of the children. Like, uh, I, I, you know, I want my Pokemon uh, plushie because I have it in the game and I just want to have it like, there, there's going to be so many lines blurring in all this. Yeah. Which will be interesting either way. Yeah. All right. Huh. I'm now both, um, what's the word? Enthusiastic. I'm a, a cautiously pessimistic. Enthusiastically terrified. Fair. Yeah? Fair? Yeah. All right. So, if you're going to continue watching, we do have a bonus segment for you. We do. Coming coming up, a Nebula, Nebula, Nebulation, Nebula exclusive bonus segment coming your way. And if you're not a Nebula, if you don't subscribe to Nebula already, it is amazing. You get all of George's videos, all of my videos, ad-free, sponsor-free, often with bonus content, like Georgia trying to get me to eat ghost chilies um, for torturous chips, re chips yeah, for, just for fun. Yeah, for fun. But also, I often go like my interviews are longer, my reviews are longer, all of those things. And every episode of this show has a bonus segment just for Nebula. And the absolute best way to get it is through the Curiosity Stream bundle. So basically, you subscribe to Curiosity Stream. It's like what is it, twenty six percent off, twenty seven something, over twenty five, yeah, twenty six percent off. Like it's just a huge discount. It's less than fifteen dollars a month, less than the price of a pizza in the metaverse and you get all of Curiosity Streams documentaries and series like this week they have um, uh, Jimmy Donaldson Mr. Beast who very kindly was in my video last week for Team C's was he in your video for Team C's? No. No but you had Jaws. <laughs> Ow. You had Jaws though. I had Jimmy Ow. you had Jaws. You had Bruce. Oh I had yeah. Bruce. Uh, but they, they're a whole doc. He didn't really speak though. I can't say he introduced Dude. me. Bruce. Bruce? Jo yeah. yeah. You, you could have. Bruce as well? You no. probably had Bruce no. as well. You're no, not telling me, so I don't feel extra hurt. No, just Jimmy. Um, but uh, his documentary oh, about him, how he started off with nothing, like literally nothing, you know, broke in North Carolina, and how he's built this whole philanthropic YouTube empire with the Mr. Beast channel, Mr. Beast games, but also Mr. Beast philanthropy and the, the huge food kitchens that he's putting together, Mr. Beast burgers, all those things. It's a really good documentary, but they have just tons and tons of series of all sorts of historical and technological just really really good stuff i almost always find something i really really enjoy on there and you can get that along with nebula which has my videos george's videos mkbhd braincraft jordan harrod thomas frank uh legal eagle like just so many really really good uh youtubers ad free sponsor free bonus content all for less than 15 dollars a year, not a month, a, year. a whole entire year. So just go to curiositystream.com slash Apple Talk, sign up, you get everything from CuriosityStream, everything from Nebula, that's curiositystream.com slash Apple Talk, and it really helps support the show. 
All right, so for those of you who aren't joining us, but you should be, who aren't joining us, but you should be, Georgia, where can people find you? <laughs> you can find me um, on Twitter. It's at Georgia underscore Dow on YouTube, youtube.com slash Georgia Dow, or you can visit westmounttherapy.com. Awesome. You can find me at youtube.com slash Renee Ritchie or at Renee Ritchie on the Twitter. I'm trying to reduce my social media Good for you. activity. We'll see how that goes. Talk about it next week. Just experimenting with it now. I'm trying to see how that goes. Ooh. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Bonus segment starts now. <laughs>